good i like that let's do it again surprise yes yes welcome back everybody to the one day business breakthrough podcast i am 50 percent of your host the other 50 percent is pat flynn who who seems to be in a funny mood for this recording everyone i don't know a a little bit even though we literally just recorded the last episode (laughs) five minutes ago Because we're batch processing this, guys. We're batch processing the recording process, which is a huge tip if you want to get a a load of content done all at once. But we're also sharing all of this with you all at the same time. So if you're just tuning in for this episode for the first time, you can get episodes one through six. Why are you laughing, dude? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I am really so unprofessional of me. Now, the reason why, okay, for you guys. We just like half our listeners. No, no, no. It's all good. Listen, they'll come back because we're handsome. This is the this is the deal. It's is podcast. that we we record these we record these with the camera on, so we can take visual cues off each other. But obviously, you don't see the video, um, but th- I don't know. There was something about the, the way that your it was something about the way your head was moving behind <laughs> your microphone. It made me laugh. I don't know. There you go. Uh, 30 seconds done. Let's move on to the next segment. All right. Next uh, episode. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so, so well, hang on. What were you, you, were, you, were talking, you, you were talking about something, and I interrupted you yeah, with my giggling. Thanks. Uh, we were thank talking you. about the fact that you can listen to all the episodes in this season. Every time we come out with a new season, you can listen to all the episodes all at once, Netflix style. You can binge listen in a, in a good two hour, two and a half hour sitting. So, uh, hopefully, you're joining us for that. If not, listen at your own uh, whenever you want. So, Anyways, we're here for you. And today we're going to talk about ideas, how to how to come up with ideas for content, for your blog, yes. for your podcast, for videos, live streams, whatever. How do you even know what to write about or talk about or record? Um, there's so many options out there, obviously. But also, I know a lot of people who are like starting new businesses and they're creating blogs and they just have no idea what they should do. I mean, they're it's 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 overwhelming. And it's also like, how do I know? And I don't want to get things wrong. And what if I get something wrong? Like there's so many questions that go yeah. with this. What are what are some really high level tips that you have for people when it comes to creating content for their existing and or future audience? Well, here, here's the the highest of the highest level tip. OK, and that is is actually a very simple tip. And that is that not to over commit. Um, I think for me, this has been the big one because a lot of people that I work with, when it comes to their content creation, they, oh, you know, I got to get a calendar together and I've got to do this and repurpose that and all this kind of stuff. The fact is that if you overcommit, you will ultimately end up burning out, not just from a content creation perspective, but just mentally your bandwidth will just be so shrunken and beaten up that you won't even have the desire to want to work on any content. So that's my number one tip is don't overcommit to yourself or your audience when it comes to your content. So when you mean overcommit, you mean just doing so many different things yes. and trying to yes. like keep up with that hamster wheel. Okay. I would rather do one thing consistently for a prolonged period of time, let's say 60, 90 days, uh, than try and do too many things all at once. Okay. Uh, I would rather do that anyway. I mean, you know, we talked a little bit about um, in the last episode, kind of like, you know, you used your juggling analogy with Keone and whatnot. You know, there's a great book, actually. It's a fair good few years old now, maybe even a decade old, actually. It was a book called The Myth of Multitasking by a guy called Dave Crenshaw. Uh, it's a parable. Um, it's an easy to consume one hour read. Uh, and 
it, I truly do believe that if you try and do too many things at once, you end up just screwing it all up. Mm. So that, that for me with content, you know, when I plan my content out and I've, there have been times before in the past where I've gone really hard on content and there's times when I've taken my foot way off the gas and almost come to a screeching halt. I don't suggest that because people stop tuning in uh, to what you're doing. But I think consistency is, is key rather than the overall quantity of yeah. content that you put out. Um, but Pat, consistency. I mean, that's, yes. that's definitely that's the one thing you want to commit on for sure is being but consistent dude, and keeping it simple. But you put in, you put out so much content now. I do. I want, I, I'd like to break down like how you've been able to get to this point. Um, and I think our listeners also, I mean, what am I doing? I'm doing one blog post a week. I'm doing one podcast a week and I'm basically doing well, I mean, it looks like I'm doing one video a week, but obviously I'm batching like mad as well. But you tend to be doing a lot more than that. And I know that your team has played a big part in that. Can Huge. you break it down a little bit with what you do on that side of things? And then maybe we can start talking about like actual strategy on the whole creation perspective. Right, like what to write about, all those kinds of things. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, the, the one big tip I was going to share, big high level tip I have for everybody is that when you're creating any kind of content, it's to – Try to determine what that transformation is that you want your audience to go through. I always talk about that. It's a, just a fancy way of saying, well, what, why are you writing this? Just so at least yeah. there's a purpose. But it keeps the focus on the reader or the listener or the viewer, helping you understand, okay, well, people are coming into that in one way and coming out of it, they're going to be something else or think a different way or have this new knowledge to take forward with them. What is that transformation? All of the points, the steps, the stories, the case studies, the, the, the all those things support that transformation. And that just makes it really easy for you to focus and create that content. And we'll talk about, again, how to come up with those ideas in just a moment. But, you know, for the longest time, I was writing like this. This was years. So it would be uh, a Monday blog post coming out. It'd be Thursday or Friday. And I'd be like, okay, I have a, mon I have a post coming out Monday. What should it be about? What, it be yeah, about? what am I going to write about? Right. right. And then typically Thursday, I'd come up with the idea. Friday, I'd like write the first paragraph. And then Sunday, I'd like crank it out until the, the day before. Uh, and, then, uh, and then all of a sudden, finally top it off sort of Monday morning and have it out in time. And then after that, it'd be like, oh, my gosh, I have to do this again next week. And it would just be insane. And I did that. For a while, I started out three times a week, and then I, I brought that down to two times a week. I added a podcast. The podcast became the same thing. All right, I have a podcast episode to record for next week. What, who, who am I going to interview? Who can I get on the call? Like, it was just poor planning, right? And the one thing I've learned yeah. now is that planning ahead will save you a lot of time, a lot of stress, and it'll allow you to be a little bit more flexible and have a little bit more room to kind of take breaks if your body or mind or voice is just not into it. That's the other thing. If you are just always kind of recording the next episode and that's it, um, what if your voice goes away? Well, you're, you're screwed, right? And you know that's, or, or you're just not feeling it. What's gonna be a poor episode, even though, like the last thing you wanna do is what I was doing for years, and that is asking yourself when you are ready, when you're at the point at which you're about to create that content, asking yourself, okay, what should I do? Worst thing in the world. You kind of like in that in that reaction mode of oh this is an idea let's act on it now react let's work right. react let's work and you don't want to be in that I mean you know we joked a little bit about it at the top of the show here when we talked about batching um, and I mean <clears throat> this for me has been a game changer particularly with um, not only the planning of my content but also the execution 
of the content as well, mm-hmm. um, particularly on the podcast side of things. And you, I mean, I mean, you take it to another level, obviously, with Ask Pat. I think, what do you do? You Do you record two weeks in advance every two weeks? Is that what you're doing still? Or is have you switched it up a little bit? For which? Ask Pat? For Ask Pat. We're a month ahead. So there's you're a about month ahead 25 okay. episodes. We're about 25 episodes ahead of schedule. But when you record, you record, I mean, normally I like around 10 in one session, right? Correct. Exactly that. Every two weeks, I record 10 episodes. Okay. And I okay. do it in about now I've got it streamlined. I've got the process, the workflow down. And of course, because my team handles the editing and the posting and all that stuff, all I have to do is spend about two and a half hours recording on a Monday morning uh, or Tuesday. Tuesday is my recording day, actually. So Tuesday morning. Um, and then I'm done for the for, for the next two weeks. So that's weeks. it. Oh, when you consider okay. that there are sponsors that are paying anywhere between two hundred and five hundred dollars per episode, I mean the per hour rate is pretty darn good. So I'm pretty happy about no, that. That's great. That's fantastic. Yeah. And what I love about that is that even though you're only doing ten each time, you're still you've still got another almost like another couple of weeks worth in the bank so to speak already so even like you said if one tuesday came along and you were supposed to record and you're like you know what i can't do it this yeah, week that happens i'm gonna have to push it to next week from time to time you've got the buffer there exactly. the buffer episode so to speak to play around with that i love that exactly. that's great so here- now, what do you do on 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 the blog side yeah. of things how do you how do you work in that out so i've been very honed in on this strategy and in the way this works i'm actually going to australia to talk about this on a, at a more higher level in a workshop at darren rouse's pro blogger event later this year so i'm super stoked about that uh actually no um i've already spoken about that sorry uh <laughs> yes don't forget we're batching this <laughs> yeah. in advance i've already talked about that <laughs> so i can reveal a little bit more than i was going to um but no the so here's the thing every every quarter my team and i get together and we plan out what's happening two or three quarters ahead so we determine, okay, what are we gonna? What, what are we gonna do? And that is largely based off now the products that I'm going to be promoting, whether they're my own products or other people's products. So let's just take take for example August of this year. August of this year, we theme the months just to make it easier because we come out with so much stuff. It just helps us hone in on okay, where should our focus be for that month? August was podcasting month. We made that that month podcasting month because podcast movement was happening uh, here in the U.S. at that time. And so I was also coming out with my course, Power Up Podcasting, uh, which you can find at poweruppodcasting.com. You can get on the wait list there. It's currently closed right now. But what happens is, okay, August is podcasting month. We have four slots for blog posts, one for each you know, Monday. We have four slots for podcasting. What should we be talking about at this time if we know during the last week we're going to be pumping out Power Up Podcasting? So the first episode, actually, let me go into my editorial calendar right now. This is another thing. This is all planned out months in advance, which helps the whole team. I begin writing or creating this content two to one and a half months ahead of time, which does a couple of things. One, if I need to get a guest on, it gives a little bit of a buffer time in terms of like scheduling that yeah. out. Um, yeah. Two, if it is a show, for example, that requires multiple answers from multiple people, there's definitely enough time to collect those answers. And three, it just allows... Uh, that kind of content to sit in my brain for a while and stew a little bit and have it time to sort of just develop over time. Sometimes I'll be on a drive and I'll know that, you know, for example, August is podcasting month. Ooh, I have to talk about this, you know, leading up to it. And, you know, I don't know that until uh, I've thought about that for a while. So here's, here's the plan or here was the plan for August. First week of August. Again, remember the last week I'm announcing power up podcasting. So the first week is 10 reasons why podcasting is the number one content platform. So I'm basically telling everybody why podcasting is awesome. And then remember at the end, it's all leading to that. 
the, the first podcast episode that comes out that week is what starting a podcast has done for me and five others. So now I'm showing proof of what podcasting has done for others. I also talk about um, you know success stories coming from people who had taken my course. I then also interviewed Amy Porterfield who talked specifically about how she used her podcast to build her list and sell a product. So touching all the different aspects of podcasting that may interest somebody so that by the time Power Up Podcasting comes out, they've already heard about podcasting. I've already teased a little bit that this thing was coming out. They are primed. It's not just coming out of nowhere. And I've already built a wait list during that time. In addition to that, Using our spreadsheet here for the month of August, I can see, oh, there's a content upgrade for this month, which means, okay, two months ahead of time, let's start focusing on creating this content upgrade, which was our podcast cheat sheet, something that we could offer for free in exchange for an email address that then gets promoted in those blog posts, in those podcast episodes. And it's just one for the whole month, but again, it's a great one that will be served um, during that month. And also because a lot of that content is evergreen, you know, it's going to continually build my wait list. So by the time the course opens up again or I decide to open it up evergreen, man, I've already I've already started with, you know, determining who this is for. Um, so that's just August, for example. July was online courses. June was physical products because I have a physical product coming out later in the year. So just kind of teasing these things that are Winning already, the appetite. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, for the longest time, I just, I knew I had these slots. We even created spreadsheets for them, but I would kind of just randomly come up with ideas. Ooh, it might be fun to talk about this one day and I just plop yep. it in there. Ooh, this person might be fun to interview. Ooh, let me put him in here just since there's an open spot. But now we're getting strategic and as a result, we're getting results. Massive well, think about it results. logically. Yeah, think about it logically. I mean, if you if you were to sit down as a content creator and you were going to plan out an online course, say for example, to help people beat procrastination, you'd say, right, I'm going to have, you know, four different modules, and each module I'm going to have maybe three videos, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You would plan the course out. You would know exactly what was coming up at what point in that module, at what point in the course, what the you know the overall solution was to whatever problem you were you oh, were yeah. taking care of in that and that that that. Why wouldn't you do the exact same thing with your online content, right. the very content that actually will create a mailing list for you to be able to go ahead and sell that course to right. further down the line? I think it's in the because first of the nature of blog or podcast and what it is. And, you know, it's coming from the world of journaling, right? Creating a mm. web log, like just, oh, what's happening today? Let me write about it. Or, you know, oh, what's interesting on my mind right now? I'm going to talk about it on my podcast. You know, if you are doing this to sell, to build an audience, you need to take this strategic approach. You can't just randomly pick things to talk about or write about or record about. You have to be strategic. So for me, like we talked about in the last episode, it's working backwards from what topics that I'm going to be promoting something for or I feel are really, really important and and, and using the blog posts and the podcast episodes and the SPI TV episodes to support that. And it just, it just like you said, it's, it's clear and obvious when you think about it, but most people don't yeah. approach it that way. The little bit of planning goes a very, very long way so that I can begin thinking about these things, even begin writing them. If I have trouble, I have time to get some help and, and and have things happen so that I can actually create this content. Now, moving into, or do you have something else on that? No, I was going to say, you know, and I don't think that it has, I, I don't think this has ever been more important for you personally, because now you're at the point where you're creating your own courses to serve your audience. Whereas before, and we've talked about this before on the show, 
you were very much relying on the affiliate promotions that you would do for the majority of your income. Mm. You're still doing affiliate promotions as and when you believe it's the right thing for your audience, but maybe not as much as you were before, which means you're selling more of your own products and courses and services or whatever it is you're going to be doing further down the line. It becomes even more important to plan further in advance for this stuff. Right. The same can be said for me and, you know, the live events that I put on or, you know, the, you know, a book launch that I might be doing or whatever. Like you've got to reverse engineer that stuff back. Um, and I think, you know, particularly, you know, with the Upreneur Summit coming up, you know, just very, very soon, a couple of months from now, I think it's important to, you know, we had our first little big push in June uh, you know, in terms of content and focus. And now, you know, we're, we're just a couple of months out, you'll, you'll see more things on my blog and on my podcast, talking about live events, getting together with the right people, masterminding, et cetera, et cetera, everything that we cover at that event. So I think that, like you say, it's only a little bit of extra work to plan it out. Like you're spending all this time, energy, effort, and maybe money creating the content. You might as well spend a little bit more time planning it out properly so it serves you as best, as well as your audience as yeah. well. Yeah, I mean, looking back, I was silly not to do this. But how would I know, right? I only know what, what I know and what I learn uh, and experiment with, and it's working really well sure. to, to do it that way. Now, in terms of – you know, a lot of people who are just starting out, they might not yet be at that point where they can, you know, have these massive overall plans, which is okay. And I think the first step, if you are starting fresh, is to become the expert, to become the trusted advisor in your space, to become that recommended resource, right? And the way you do that is to blog and create podcast episodes, or excuse me, or create podcast episodes, or create videos, not and. Don't do all of those different content platforms at the same time. That's that's mm-hmm, a big mistake. Mm-hmm. Pick one, master it, and then, then only, and only then, you can then perhaps share uh, a lot of the process with a VA or something to help you do those things, to open up more time to get and explore a different platform. Anyway, just wanted to make that quick note. And maybe, maybe it's a good idea for us to go into repurposing in a future episode because I think yeah. that also becomes a big kind of strategy behind Let's content marketing as a whole. Episode. Okay, yeah, we can yeah. do the next episode. Okay. Why not? You can, you can see that we plan our content. Hey, you know, like... We, <laughs> we, we just bumped. We bumped the other episode for this one. That's what we're doing. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean... It, I think that's really important and stems perfectly off of this particular um, per- particular episode. So we'll continue that conversation in the next one. But in terms of when you're just starting out, you need to become the authority. And the way that you do that is you make sure you cover the topics that are on everybody's mind related to that topic, right? What are the questions that they're asking? You yes. answer those questions. How do you know what questions? Well, uh, if you have an email list, ask your email list, what are you struggling with? What do you, what do you need help with? If you put that in an autoresponder series, like literally the second or third email or literally every, or whatever, um, the third or second email, you say, well, what are you struggling with or what do you want me to write a blog post about? You're going to continually get, as long as you continually get all subscribers all the time, yeah. your own audience is going to tell you what you should be creating content about to become that expert. And then you can address it in whichever way you want. Maybe it's in a live video or, or whatever, but in a public way to show case that you are the expert there. But again, what if you don't have an email list? Well, how do you know what questions people are asking? I have two tools for you. Two amazing tools, actually, that will reveal all the questions that people are typing into search engines related to your topic and different categories uh, underneath them. I'll give them to you really quick. They're really easy to explore, and I highly recommend you check them out. The first one is called Answer the Public. 
com. You type this in, uh, or you, you type that in, answerthepublic.com. Make sure you uh, select your own country. I think by default it's UK, actually, Chris. So select US if you're in the US or wherever you're at, and then type in a keyword related to your topic, and then it'll spit out this really cool-looking circular graph, if you will, of all the different questions, the who, the what, the why, the where, the when, all that relate to that particular question. And this is all coming from data and analytics of real people asking these questions. And it's just amazing because it'll tell you exactly the kinds of things you should be answering for people to become that expert. The second one is Bloomberry. This is from the creators of of BuzzSumo, uh, an amazing uh, tool to help you. BuzzSumo is a tool that you can use to gauge social engagement and what's popular and what's happening right now in the space. Well, Bloomberry, in a similar way to answer the public, you type in the keyword, and in a more internet marketing sort of way, it divides the the questions that people are asking related to that topic into different categories. And then you can actually see where people are asking those questions from. But it doesn't just come from Google. It comes from Quora. It comes from forums that they mm. scour everywhere. Mm. You can see real people asking questions about your thing. And you can even go in there and be a part of those conversations too. Uh, so it's it's pretty amazing and that's how you can determine, okay, well, what's the kind of content you should be writing about, talking about, what kinds of questions you should be answering. So that's uh, bloomberry.com, bloom like a flower blooming, bloomberry.com, and answerthepublic.com. A couple of great, great tools there, one of which I've heard before, Bloomberry. I have not heard of answerthepublic.com yeah. before. Beware, because at, so at this Even point, I want to check that one out. You've been holding out on me. Yeah, well... There's a joke in there somewhere, but I'm not going to put it in. <laughs> We're not um, going to go there. Be careful no, great, when you go to that stuff. website. There's like a dude who's kind of scary looking if you're not expecting it. So just just look out for it. Now you're now you're all going to visit it just to see. <laughs> just to see what you're talking yeah. about. All right, good stuff. Um, I like the way that we're going to bump what we had planned for you in the next episode, and we're going to focus on content uh, repurposing. I think it's something that a lot of people are going to be uh, interested in how in regards. Do we do it? Should we do it? How we're doing it? Exactly mm-hmm. right. Um, I know I have my take on this, Pat. You have yours. We will be discussing them in episode three of season three. Don't right do here it. On the... Don't do it. What? What? What was I going to do? Don't repurpose your content. Until you listen to the next episode. There we go. So good. All right, you guys, be good. We'll catch you again. Don't forget, guys, review, subscribe, rate on iTunes. Make sure you hit that screenshot uh, before you submit your review and tweet it to us at Pat Flynn, at Chris Ducker, hashtag one DBB. We give away a T-shirt with every single episode here on the show we forgot to mention that actually in in the first season of the uh, the first episode this season so there you go some of the regular listeners would probably already know to do that anyway so they're on it they're on it yeah without a doubt all right we love you guys thanks for tuning in we're back to you again in episode three